Welcome to Go Into All the World. Our host is Gary Griffinhagen, and Manny Rodriguez is co-host. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. We pray this podcast would be a blessing and encouragement to you today. What are we starting with today, Gary? Well, Manny, I want to start with a couple points about witnessing to others. Okay. You know, last week I mentioned that according to Romans 12, 1, we're to present our bodies as a living sacrifice to God. And to me, and I love, if you want to call teachers that I listen to, say, living sacrifice means you're going to live for God each day. Mm-hmm. Not a sacrifice here and there, maybe Sunday morning or whatever. And not at one just on Sundays or just on Wednesday nights or just when we feel like it. And even better said, we have to be careful we don't, well, I don't feel like it today or I'm not happy or such. So I'm not going to be a living sacrifice today. Right. So I know that there's some call this, you know, following the Lord. Amen. Uh, following the spirit. Right. And so uh, still use one of those two. And then, so these are all true as far as a living sacrifice. So if the Holy Spirit is leading us to share our faith right. or we think there is an opportunity to do so, even if uh, it's not directly from the Holy Spirit, that, right. mm-hmm. that, that we ought to, of course, you know, we should share. Because uh, you know, we're called to be Christians 24-7, not just part-time. <laughs> we can roll right. 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 We can work. That's a good term. Yeah, right. yeah, so not just here and there. And, and so, you know, so whenever we feel like it, you know. Man, that's so true. We want people as believers, we want to live for him daily, okay? Um, the second point to me is that the Bible says that we're all, God wants us to reconcile, or God wants everybody to be reconciled to him. And a couple of scriptures out of 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18 says, Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given, again, has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So we have this ministry. All of us, uh, we can share how God in Christ has reconciled the world, all the people, right. to himself. Amen. Amen, right? So the rest of the verse, of course, it states that, um, that that is God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their sins to, uh, to them, and has committed to us the work or the word of reconciliation. So he wants us to help others to reconcile back well, to him. Man, that's exactly what I understand. In through Christ, he presented himself as a sacrifice. This is how God reconciled the world to him. Remember, during the Christmas time, they said that the angels came down and said, hey, glory to God in the highest, okay? There's right. peace on earth. Why? Because Christ, through Christ, God has reconciled himself to man. Now, obviously, not every man understands that. Right. Um, and if we go back to that verse, if we want to finish up there with verse 20, listen, it says, this is confirming now, it says, then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God was pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Receive what he's already done for you. And again, it says God was pleading through us. We are ambassadors. So to me, that means every believer, everybody that knows, so to speak, God, if you would, everybody's received Christ. They've been given this call. They've been given, if you would, this ambassadorship to go out and tell others and recognize when they're telling others, it's actually God speaking through them or almost like God just pleading with this person. Hey, Susie, hey, Sam, come to Jesus. It's not a doubt of die. It's been done. So to me, I want to, you know, encourage listeners. I want to encourage all believers, Manny, 
this is who you are. This is what you've got. And that's why so many stories, well, it's midnight, it's this, it's four in the morning, it's you're at work, you're at play. God wants to work through us 24-7, okay? And he has a call on our lives. I want people to understand and, and encourage them to just walk through that. You know, one of the things that stuck out to me, Gary, was that we are, excuse me, we are ambassadors for Christ. So as an ambassador, we represent. Right. That, that's uh, right. We represent. You know, who, who, even if you just know one or two scriptures, you know, for God's right. love of the world, that he gave us on his begotten son, you know, somebody could be losing hope that, you know, nobody loves me, you know. Right, right, nobody, right. Nobody cares for me, you know. Uh-huh. You know, and so it's like, no, God loves you. He sent his son that you could have eternal life if you believe. Right. That's your message as an ambassador anyway. Right. But oftentimes, as many of us, of course, our testimonies uh, uh, illustrate and demonstrate the love and the power of God. Uh, which opens the door to share the the plan of salvation, right, like I was right. saying earlier, you know, and that's you know that you 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 are an ambassador of Christ. So the love and the power of God opens the door of our faith as well as we conquer this work that the enemy tries to put on us. You know, it, we think that he tries to do for both the saint and the unsaved. Right, right. You know, a lot of times, and, and I won't say too much this week. I'm going to go into a little bit more next week. Is that you run into somebody and maybe they're having a crisis in their life or maybe like you say, they're down or there's no hope or something. First, you want to build them up in hope and you maybe have to pray for them or, or maybe give them some money if they're like short of rent money or something like that mm-hmm. and take away what the enemy is doing and give them hope. Then you can come in and preach the gospel. Why, Manny, would you pray for me? Why, Manny, would you give me money? Why would you? Well, because I'm a Christian and I want to give you the good news. Right. But again, you're hurting. You need this. Let's take care of the hurting thing. Then I can preach the gospel to you. And you know, man, when people see, okay, the goodness of God, yes. they're going to start coming to him. If you remember in the scriptures, it said a lot of people came to Jesus because they heard what he did. Right. So if they see Gary and Manny and other believers out doing good things, hey, I'm going to go to Gary and Manny. I'm going to go to this church. They're doing good things. They have a food giveaway or they provided rent money or stuff like that. So it's exactly what Jesus did. People heard about him. Mm-hmm. Then they started coming on to him. And that's exactly what we want to do was use things, okay, that'll begin to show people that God loves them and destroy some of those things the enemy's brought in. Oh, you're depressed, or you're this. Then they'd be more open to the gospel. Or if they're saved, maybe they're like down and we can like encourage them to back up or, or hey, start living 24-7 for God or you know, maybe break this bondage in your life where you've been kind of like bound up over here, even though you're a believer, you're still kind of messed up. We want to set him free and get him back on the path. Amen. Well, Gary, uh, that's that's so powerful. That's exactly right what we need to do as as ambassadors of uh, of God. And so the power of God and 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 the uh, love of God is going to show that. So we're we're going to continue to share some testimonies. So, Gary, uh, what is the first one today? <laughs> Well, the first one to me, Manny, uh, that we're sharing with today is a lady at a pizza parlor, okay. a beer garden of a pizza parlor, what God did for her. And what happened was myself and uh, my wife, uh, the pastor and his wife and another couple, we went out to get some pizza after the service. We actually had pizza. We talked. There was a, uh, a sports thing on TV. It was actually a basketball game between okay. the Lakers and the Jazz. And I thought God oh. was very good because... <laughs> I was in L.A. at the time, and obviously I came to Utah after that, and I thought, oh, that was pretty good. So anyways, well, the people kept talking. When I say the people, people in my group kept talking to me, and I got tired. I'm not necessarily a big talker per se, 
Anyways, I just got tired. And I thought to myself, I've got Bible tracks in my car. Mm. I'll go get some Bible tracks. They keep talking. You know, my wife wanted to stay there and talk. And I'll just pass them out. This is pretty big. This is a big pizza place. Okay. So I went and got maybe 40 tracks. I went to the restaurant. Uh, then they have a beer garden out back. And I kind of mentioned my wife. I said, I'll just go out in the beer garden, pass out tracks. We'll go home. Yeah. Okay. So the first lady, when I get out there in the beer garden, the first lady I came to, Manny, she looked like death warmed over. She looked worse <laughs> than death. She looked horrible. Oh, my God. You know, and uh, I looked at her and I thought to myself, this lady doesn't need a track. This lady needs prayer. Yeah. So I said, do you mind if I pray for you? And she said, oh, I'd be okay. And, you know, her family's standing there or sitting there, so to speak. And I said, would you stand up? And in my mind, I thought, Manny, I'm going to put my hands on her and that lady's going to go down, slain in the spirit right here in the beer garden. And I, I, I think about like, I, I care, don't care. I didn't have a time to think about it. Right. I just knew this was going to happen. Exactly. I put my hands on her, Manny. She went down on the ground right there. Mm. Didn't fall over backwards. This is concrete, okay? She kind of like crumpled to the ground. Wow. As I reached down to her, she goes, do it again. I said, what? <laughs> do it again. <laughs> and Manny, the pain and all the craziness in her face has started to disappear. Wow. It just dissipated, okay? So this time, my wife, she happened to walk out and, she got the idea, said, get behind her because she's going down again. Man, the second time I'm afraid God totally delivered her. Wow. She was completely healed wow. right there in the beer garden. That's crazy. You know, and I, I, I was, it began to show me, look, you pray for people wherever they are. God's not interested if it was a beer garden or something like that. Right. You want to pray for it. It's the golf course. It's the tennis course. It's the Maverick store. Go pray for them. They need right. help. It's right. Kind of what we were talking before. And by the way, just to let you know, my wife and I went over to her house um, I think they were from Eastern European. They were or Eastern European background. They're, they're, they were their English wasn't I say great or whatever. But it, I, I went over to explain to them what had happened because they were like their family was like, look at they what is going on here? Well, wow. you know they did they had no idea. So we explained, okay, God touched you, da 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 da. Here's how you know Christ. We gave them a Bible and kind of followed up. So right. it was really cool, very cool and stuff. So. Wow, that was that was our first testimony today. That's so that's so powerful, Gary. That yes, it, you know God will use you. God, God wants right. to, if we deliver the word of God and prayer and whatever. Right. right. That, that's so powerful. Well, here, this next one here, uh, it, this is a high school tennis uh, team captain. Um, a Christian um, starts to cry when you ask him, how are things going at home? Well, um, you know, I coached tennis for a lot of years. This was yeah. in California at this time. Uh, one of my team captains, she's a believer. Uh, she came late to practice. So we started, you know, at 2.30 or so, and about quarter to four or so she comes. And uh, we had a match the next day, so she wants to hit. Well, everybody else goes home roughly around four, and she and I hit. Well, we kept hitting and hitting and hitting. So finally about five, I'm starting to go like, I mean, we get a little tired. I just don't get tired. But even I was like, oh, well. So finally about five, five fifteen, we quit. And we load up the equipment, and the tennis courts are kind of far from where I have to dump the equipment. Okay. So she and I, she, 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 her car was back over where the other stuff is, or, you know, back over by the parking lot. So she jumped in. We drove over. We get to my room is where I had to store the stuff. And um, so we're starting to take things out, and I just go, hey, how's things? Oh, pretty good. I said, well, how are things home specifically? Manny, as soon as I said that, she started crying. Wow. And I said, what's up? The more I asked her, she just started crying harder and harder and harder. Mm -hmm. And here's the story. She said she had done something wrong three or four years ago. And again, this is these this family believers, and her parents didn't forgive her. They wouldn't let I would say maybe they they wouldn't let her forget. 
So she said they were kind of like nice at home, but there was no love. I mean, there was no that really, they were just, you know, just kind of making, if you want to call it making time or, and she sensed that that hurt, okay? And again, she's, she's probably 16 or 17. She's not an adult, okay? So I guess three or four years had begun to take its battle or take its, if you want to call it, just, just, just hurt her a lot. And that's why she started crying. Wow. And inside I could see she's hurting. And again, to me, when you see a believer hurting, okay, especially some three or four years, this person is really hurting. Okay? Yeah. There's been no out or parents, you know, who, who love her, but again, are not showing much warmth, okay? So she has nowhere to go, okay? Mm. So in my mind, here's what I thought. I said, okay, this is a girl. She's really hurting. She's 16 or 17 at the time. So what I do, man, is I start praying a little bit. I'm praying the Spirit just under my, okay? I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of scriptures that bring faith to me because I said in right. my mind, I have to pray for this girl or agree with her that this thing's going to be broken off her. This girl can't keep going like this. And by the way, you would never know. She's always, she's nice. She's kind of pretty. She's kind of tall. She's a good student. She, you would never know this was going on. Right. Okay? I had no idea. Okay. And I've coached her for two or three years by this time. Um, so anyways, I started to build myself up and I said, okay, we're going to pray. And we're going to pray specifically that this ends today. Mm. So Manny, we prayed and the really cool thing was the following week, she drove, okay, she drove the answer. Wow. Her parents forgave her that weekend. Wow. They are, they're, they're both doctors, so they have money. They bought her a brand new car, and Manny, they started coming to her matches, and I had never realized that they would never come to her matches because they were mm -hmm. mad at her. And this whole family plays tennis. So anyways, this girl, God delivered an answer right that weekend, okay? Wow. So this was like a Thursday Boom, there was an answer came. She came, she had a brand new car. She said, we've reconciled. It was really a miracle. It was a wonderful thing to see. Wow, you know? praise God. Man, it's again. so powerful when God does something like that. Like, it's like, it's a miracle. Well, it is a miracle, you know? And I, I, I'm realizing, man, when, when I see people hurting, when I say I see it, I didn't see the hurt in her. And, and some of these other stories I share, I didn't see it necessarily, okay? But... You sense they need somebody with faith to agree with them mm -hmm. because there's a problem. And they either don't have any faith or you're the first person they see or right. you're, the, you're the open door. And if we pray in faith and agree with them, okay, there's a lady that was bound up for three or four years with depression, instantly healed. Wow. A girl bound up three or four years with hurt, okay? Mm. Boom, delivered. Wow. And gets a new car and the family starts coming to matches. So the whole family dynamics changed right. because you were open to pray with a young girl or open to pray with a lady at a beer guard. Hey, man, you know, it reminds me earlier when we were talking that, you know, maybe the prayer won't be answered right there and then, but a lot of times the prayer changes us as well right. first, right. but then it eventually it does affect that person. It could be, like you said, instantly, or it could be two or three days later. Right. Something happened. Right. Something can you imagine something had to have happened? You prayed on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and say, the day right, right, right. go up or whatever, and they're just like, you know what? We've been wrong. We, we've been doing something wrong, and they just come to repentance it's powerful. You know, man, it is powerful. You bring tears to my eyes, as you mentioned, because you're right. There's Christian parents that have been treating their daughter badly, and you're right. They had to repent, and they did, and then they turned it totally around. Praise God. Well, that's powerful. That's so powerful. Anyway, but uh, it's just, you know what? God is faithful. If you're listening, and you think that God cannot turn it around for you, He can. 
he can do it like he even has for me and I'm sure with Gary and I'm sure with the people that we have shared prayer testimony uh, because of the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, wow, that's so powerful, Gary. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> to get some crazy <laughs> stories today. I think the people listen. These are like four or five far out type ones. Go ahead. The somewhat crazy uh, employee at, 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 at the company uh, that you manage uh, gets off the phone with the IRS in tears, saying, this battle has gone on for three or four years. I think I will go and shoot them up. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, hope, yeah, well, I, <laughs> this is a true story. Uh, I used to manage a transportation company. Okay. It was in the high desert area of California. So you're in the desert, which in your mind is desert. You're probably going to find some people to kind of out there type. <laughs> um, this guy was a shop steward. Okay, so okay. Teamsters. So on Teamsters, it's not real friendly, okay, <laughs> especially if you're management, which I was, okay, and their Teamsters, he's a shop steward. His job is to keep things, you know, antagonistic <laughs> and bring up any things. And we had a few battles. Um, no, I love the guy. He actually had a bad back, and he had a pretty young wife. He was kind of neat, but he, he was kind of like, you know, kind of not in, a, not in a great place in life, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think that, that you know, besides his wife, and you know, they had kind of a small kind of a, the place they rented and stuff. He didn't have a lot going. And I think the whole, the idea was, I want to be a good shop steward. It was something he could hang his hat on. Well, he had a problem with the IRS. He kept dealing with it. And I didn't know too much that he said, this has gone on for three or four years. When he got off the phone, he was in tears. And this is, mm. this is a teamsters tough, you know, right. I'll, I'll get in your face type person. Right. This is not some little nice person on the street. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for him to be crying, you knew something yeah, was hurting. Something was wrong. And he goes, I think I'll shoot him up. And Manny, this guy had guns and he was crazy. Yeah. Even his wife, his wife, my husband's crazy. I think, well, that's nice. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but at least, but, you know, know, she was honest about it. Well, as a believer, I looked at him and I thought, this guy is hurting. And you could see when you, somebody gets off the phone in tears, even if they're this rough FU type person, okay, something is hurting, they, they need help. So I said, listen, why don't you come in my office and tell me what the problem is? Well, he comes in my office and he explains the problem. And I think, you know what? I know enough about taxes. I think you've got a legitimate case. I think the IRS has made a mistake or you quote, you know, getting shafted or something like that. But, you know, let's look into it. And he goes, well, how do you do that? I said, well, guess what? I have a believer friend, okay? A friend from another church, you know, it was basically a black church that I'd gone there for a while and yeah. taught Bible studies. And we had fun and we stayed in touch and he works for the IRS. Wow. I called him up and I said, would you see my friend? And I said, sure, bring him down. We made an appointment the next day. We drove down. Okay. It's about 45 minute drive. Okay. Hmm. Um, we drove down there in 45 minutes after we got there in 45 minutes, my friend said, you're right. This guy has gotten shafted all cleared up. Boom. And maybe the neat thing, this guy was not a believer. The employee was not a believer. Right. Again, he's a hard nose type person. Right. He got in a car, man, and he's drive, we're driving back, okay? And he just looked out the window like, I can't believe this. This has gone on for three or four years. And in 45 minutes, it's totally solved. Wow. And I was thinking to myself, he might believe in God. He's, he's actually thinking right. about God. Saying a Christian person took time and another Christian, the guy, the IRS guy, delivered him from this problem. And I, I, it was just amazing to watch him. Now, he, he never accepted the Lord. And uh, later, we actually had an altercation, and he actually got fired. But, you know, the cool part is 
when he got fired, I could have fired his wife too. And I actually didn't want to fire him, but the company, right. well, I won't go into that story. But anyways, the company said to me, Gary, we can fire him because he did something wrong. It's true, he did. We could fire her because he's, she's related. And I said, well, she had done anything wrong. Leave her out. And Manny, and two months later, that lady got saved. That girl, his wife, wow, got saved. So preach it, man. And I'll tell you, mm. God moved in the life of somebody that had zero respect, kind of like the unjust judge. Right. I don't respect God. I mean, they may be in his heart, but out loud, he never respected God. So that was a story about him. And he, I thought to myself, you know, more believers would get involved with people. Maybe some of these crazy shootings we see, maybe some of these serious problems in society would be solved. Right. Because if, unchecked, that guy probably would have gone down and shot him. Right. Got himself would've... killed, killed a few people on the way. Because he was out there, you know, and he had guns and stuff like that. So annual story. What's interesting is that um, that when one person gets saved in the family, the whole family eventually gets saved. I, I, because he, because he, um, he got fired, and I felt the Holy Spirit wants me to share that story. I'll, I'll share that in a minute. Um, because he got fired, okay, I thought about, you know, he's at home. He has a bad back. He's kind of like, let's say he was kind of messed up physically and stuff. All he had was this, you know, kind of a young, pretty wife, and she's very nice, and da-da-da-da-da. And, and maybe you're right. Maybe he, he he started realizing, my life's gone nowhere. I've kind of cut off my ties. I'm not working anymore. Um, and maybe his wife led him to the Lord, or maybe his wife shared her faith stuff. And it's really neat, because she was a great person. She she actually became cut to work because they wanted some more money, because normally he was just working. But then she started working and said, we get more money. It was great. And of course, once he got fired, she was the sole breadwinner. Right. So it was a kind of an interesting thing. Well, I'll quickly tell the story. And for some of these stories today, you might think a beer garden, God heals somebody in a beer garden. Yeah. After tennis practice, you're sitting outside your classroom unloading equipment and God's touching lies. Again, God will show you he, he could do things yes. anywhere, anytime, and with power. Okay. Well, what happened, he came into my office one day, and we had like a little issue going on. We discussed the issue, and as he was walking out the door, okay, I said something like, well, we'll make sure on breaks. Well, that set him off, okay? Mm. But what he did is no, and listen, listen, this is honest. I'm a Christian. I'm in my office. I see like a little devil jumps on his shoulder. Right away, he turns around. He comes at me, and he starts swinging, okay? Mm. But because I'd see the devil, I, I mean, literally, a devil just inspired him. Then I was like a Christian trying to figure out what to do. So I turned my back. Again, he's got a bad back. I'm, I'm a pretty athletic person. So he's beating on my back, but between me, I care less. Trying to figure out, what well, he's hitting me. Was it the devil? And I'm not sure what to do. Right. So I figured out, I'll just yell a little bit. So I yelled at my dispatcher, who was a Baptist preacher, by the way, a big kind of a strong guy. He came and pulled him off. Wow. And so... What happened with the company is they came to me and they said, Gary, that guy hits you. He said, first of all, you don't know this, but if you would have hit him back, by law, you would be fired. Right. You could not touch him. He can hit you, but you cannot touch him. Mm. So I didn't know that if I hadn't turned my back. And again, I was, my mind was just trying to figure out what's going on, you know. And then they said, look, we're going to fire him because he can't, he can't, he can't do that. I'm going to get a couple right, of right, people. Right. And between you and me, Manny, the people don't know this. I'm looking at this guy, and I'm looking at the, the owner of the company saying, you know what, that was a spiritual thing, and I don't even want to fire the guy. Wow. But I realized they're not going to understand spiritual yeah, things. Yeah, Maybe yeah. they get mad at me. You know, this guy's already caused issues. They, they don't like him anyways. 
So if I say, let's, let's keep them, they might like, hey, we're going to fire you. <laughs> but again, for listeners, I saw an angel, I mean, a devil touch this guy. We had a nice conversation. He's walking out the door and I said something about on their break and boom, craziness happened. And so we want to be careful what we say. And we also want to see the power of God because I didn't hit him, which again, I would have been fired. Right. I didn't know that rule. Okay. But back to the story again, because when they fired him, they said to me, do you want his wife to go too? I said, no, she's not done anything wrong. Right. She's not part of this. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so we did. And then two months later, my Baptist dispatcher that kind of pulled him off, he led her to the Lord. Wow. He shared faith. And this young lady got saved. And I like what you said, Manny. Mm -hmm. That guy, that Shep Stewart, because his wife was now saved. Maybe he got saved down the road. We never, I never really stayed in touch with him. And actually, a little while later, I got a different job. So. Well, you know what, well, praise God. It just tells me that we are the light of the world. <laughs> Amen. We are. We are the light of the world. Anyway. So what happens? Regardless of <laughs> no, I, I was so happy this guy got delivered from the tax thing. And, of course, seeing his wife get saved right. is great. You know, like you said, maybe maybe down the road he got saved. All right. There's somebody in the family was saved. Well, listen, I thank you guys for listening today. We yeah. appreciate you guys. Manny and I love you. Again, here's some crazy stories. We've got two or three more crazy ones coming up. But think about what we said, okay, that you're an ambassador for Christ, and he wants you to help reconcile people to him. Well, help to join us next week as we go into all the world.